Welcome back to the Conversation Hat Podcast, a show for geeks, artists, and terrible people. In this episode, we talk about the best voice actors, old-timey words we'd like to reintroduce, and moments in TV and film that make us cringe super hard. And also, the first five minutes of this episode truly may be the greatest thing to have happened to comedy in the last 30 years so you're very welcome for all of that if you're enjoying the show why not leave us a review or tell your friends and family maybe not family unless you're all weird tell some people about the podcast spread the word send more people our way so the hat can eat their immortal souls i mean not that something nice the hat will give them a tube of smarties yes that's a thing that will happen they won't die no 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 they will they'll totally die bye then the conversation hat podcast yes. oh here we go again it is time to go where are we gonna go? To the We're bathroom. gonna go with Liam, who understands what timing is. Liam's here. Say hi, Liam. Now, what I'd like you to do is to just take off your shirt, or if you if you're uncomfortable with that, we're just gonna unbutton the first eight or nine buttons. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to the group. I don't if you could sit down and just be I, part of the ensemble we're going to unbutton that shirt and when you do that you're going to want to make um, sipping noises shall we give me a sipping noise yep for each button just a little I, don't, one. I only I'm only wearing the one button. button there's do only the one button. button do the next button for I me. can undo one button as a group we're going to do the next button thank you and then the next button Thank you. It's not yeah. It's not so bad, is it? It's all fine. I've only got one button and it's undone. And do the next button for me, everybody. Thank you so much. And now we're just gonna we're gonna lie on our backs. Oh. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna raise our hips off the ground. Mm. And we're going to we're going to shout as loud as we can. Do what? We're going to shout. Oh. Shout <laughs> as loud as we can. The name of someone that's wronged us in the past. So everybody, on the count of three, want to just get that little button for us. Get, get that little button for us. And everyone, on the count of three, shout the name of someone that's wronged us in the past. Okay, you, you don't actually have to shout it because it will peak the mic. But we're going to go on three and a one, two, full name, one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Full name. Oh, fuck. And a pin, if you have it. Uh, sort code. And a three, two, one. Lynn Does that feel good? What did I do? Does that feel good? You didn't unbutton. What? <laughs> Just get that button for us. Just get that button for us. Thank you. It's the only button I have. Just get it for us. Thank you. It's not so bad. And now as you feel the and negative... Four, two, six, three. Whoa. The negative energy leaving your body. We're going to... 
We're going to stand up and everyone's going to get a hug off everyone else. I don't want a hug from you. There's 80 of us here. This will take some time. And go. Just get that button for us. That's the wrong noise. (laughs) Um, Yes, timing. I do have good timing. Truly, it's a podcast for everyone, I think. I'm already so tired and we're three <laughs> minutes in. I I feel engaged and engorged with blood. You're engaged with blood. Mm, we're going to build a little life in a sandpit. Ben, how are you getting there? Whoa. There's no need to, no need to undo <laughs> your flies. Um... I'm getting there very slowly. Nice one. And how are you? Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm quite confused. That's fine. I wasn't expecting any of this. No. That's... Um, yep. I wanted high energy. I didn't think we'd get just got fucking there. madness. Look, man, sometimes you just need someone to to lead you in, in, a, in a cause-eye... Um, calls a religious cult experience something adjacent to yoga but without the um without the subscription fees are you jared leto i might be you don't subscribe to yoga not like with monetech not like not like netflix not the way i do it how do you do yoga well I, i do the unbuttoning thing and then the screaming of the people who've wronged you that's it's not, a one-time fee of several anything, million pounds. That's, that's guided meditation, yeah. but extortionately priced. Oh no, no, it is, it is. But then you, you've got to, you've got to pay that fee in order for me to then let you in. That's part of it. We call it, we call that step one, mm. and then step two is the unbuttoning, which you've done, mm-hmm. and I notice you're behind on the payments to the sum of several million pound. My insurance should cover this. Oh, well, that's wonderful. If you could just give me your insurance details. You're my boss. You have the insurance details. Hmm. Uh, right? I think I think this is a code blue. Blue? I'll get the little spritz. Just going to give you a little spritz. Of what? <laughs> blue? To me, to me it, is, it is blue in colour. Um, it's more... It's kind of a urine concoction. Are you pissing on me again? No, but you what? You're in trouble. I don't. I have you in trouble. Comes out blue. Um, we can make it stop. I don't want to be want. pissed on. <laughs> you don't want to be. No, it's 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 more of an aerosol. I've just found out that my <laughs> insurance doesn't exist. Whoa, big day. <sighs> big day. Go on, Ben. Give us a little. I, just I, get that button for us. I really. <laughs> Is that a sipping sound? Sorry, I, 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 I spider man instead of sipped. Hot dog when you should have French fried. Pizza when you should have French fried. I got it wrong. Uh, it's okay. Thank you for joining us and lasting this long with us on the Conversation Hat podcast. I mean, if you're here now, you're not going to dip out. Ben, today's episode is brought to you by Blissful Ignorance. Uh, I'm happy to say I don't know what that is. Wow. Yes, he is. He's so blissful. So blissfully with unaware. His shirt billowing in the wind. <laughs> Thank you.
Moments in TV slash film that you can't look at because cringe. Mm. Um, so is this like because of what happens or because of how poorly it's portrayed or because it's cringy in and of itself? I think you could, you could interpret that how you want. I mean, I think my read on it is... Um, there's certain episodes of I think the later episodes weirdly of Friends are the ones that have aged the poorest um, I think the the earlier episodes of Friends are a little easier to watch I suppose because the film the, the, the visual quality is feels more 80s so it's easy to let like little things go I guess okay. um, I know that in more up to date Friends more up to date the the more recent friends I think is there's bits that are a little harder to watch or a little bit more cringe just because of the the you know society changes I in mean, between I, I, I can't mean, think of a specific I'm, example I'm bored of people going on at friends because oh this has been such a, yeah it was done like 20 30 years ago yeah it's so old yeah but it was incredibly popular. That's the thing. Like it, it was, it, however poorly it's timed, it's it's made all of its money. You, they yeah. they're and not worrying about you. Continues to do so. Yeah, I think each of the main cast still make a couple of million per year just on rerun things. Yeah, probably. But so going, oh, you can't like it because no one is watching Friends now and liking it if they've not seen it before. I mean, sure, yes. some maybe some of them, but people yeah. predominantly rewatch it because of the nostalgia because they've seen it before. Yeah. Get a better personality than <laughs> I don't like friends. You're boring. If that's yes. what you're still talking about <laughs> when it's like finished 20 years ago or whatever, fuck off. There Find are, something interesting to say. The few times I have rewatched friends, there are occasionally moments that I go, because right, you know what's coming or like because it's tense or whatever. I don't know. That's just the first thing that pops to my head. Like there's TV shows like Faulty Towers. Yeah. Which is deliberate cringe. Your the the humour comes from seeing someone in such an awkward situation that you're happy that you're not there, and it's such an easy thing to get out of. But they don't do it; they just amp it up and amp it up and amp it up, and that's that sort of comedy. Yes, that's true. Twilight, Twilight. Pretty okay. much all of the all of Twilight that I've seen, I've st- the only reason I haven't seen more of it is because I was looking away from the TV because <laughs> I was sad. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a hard question, like. I generally, if there's something, if there's a show or a film that I know has bits that are cringy in it for any reason, I probably just won't watch it. Like, I'm not going to go rewatch The Inbetweeners because it's cringy and I think you can watch it once and that's fine. But then rewatching Inbetweeners is hard because you're like, oh no, he's going to puke on the small girl. Oh, oh he's going to get a boner. Oh, he's oh, going to. Oh. He's going to punch himself repeatedly in the dick. Yeah, like a normal person. So, yeah, there's things like that. There's like, I I won't rewatch it because I'll spend the entire time going, uh, or making any other Tina Belcher noises. Mm. Um, I rewatched um, John Wick 3. Oh, yeah. Because I couldn't remember if I'd seen John Wick 3. I had seen John Wick 3. You don't need to see it twice. Sure. You don't need to see any of the John Wick films more than once, I don't think. I can imagine. Because it's predominantly 
I I like that they had gun gun foo gun foo with the the right punchy punchy bang 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 that was very cool but you don't need to see it more than once because it's just that chopped up by some dialogue which the more the film goes on the weirder it gets everyone's yeah. an assassin apparently yeah um you don't really need to see it again because i think some of the fun from that comes from seeing it for the first time like oh what's he gonna do and then you're like oh yeah this is the bit where he kills the man with a horse yes and then does the same thing like three times in the next two minutes so those were fun to watch but then they felt cringy as a rewatch. sure because the bit that made up for it was then no longer exciting but you weren't having to like hide from the cringe yeah do you find yourself hiding from cringe or like just looking away or like actively i'm gonna go on tiktok through this scene um, I think that if I'm watching something that is that cringy, I will be staring at it in disbelief or I would have checked out before. Yeah. Like you said, if something's too cringy, I don't think I'll watch it. I watched all of season one of Iron Fist. No one oh. else did. Okay. Um, and that's some of the worst TV. Which one's Iron Fist? It's the guy that should have been, um, uh, Asian, funny, charismatic, relatable, but instead was white, humorless, billionaire orphan oh um thingy from game of thrones played him the one who shags renly natalie dorm's brother he was in it anyway it was bad and like just none of it was good that was proper cringe tv right the acting was off the script was terrible the action was weird he kept saying iron fist instead of iron fist i'm the iron fist as if there were more types of metal fists about in the world and you needed to distinguish. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, I watched that. It, bad, wasn't it? Yeah, it's pretty bad. I didn't realise that was the that guy, Finn Jones. That's him? Yep. Truly unremarkable. I'd forgotten about it. Completely forgotten about it. Show off. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, that was cringy to the point of not watching. Or at least to look away. Um, I get, I actually can't think of any other than like yeah because because generally if I know, if I know something's going to be cringy if I know something's going to be cringy I probably just won't watch it. All right, um, so because I don't enjoy cringe. Let's tweak it up a little bit. Okay. What was the last thing or something that you remember turning off because you didn't like it because of the cringe? Because I'm the same. I would rather not watch something than watch something bad. I think in between us, I I would have attempted to rewatch at some point and then go. You know what? Life is too short. It's the longest thing we do, but also too short. So I, I, I know that I've definitely attempted a rewatch and then gone, actually, nah. If something is new and it's going to be cringy, you can usually tell within the advertising for it, within the surrounding media, or within the first episode, you can be, ah, this whole vibe is going to be, ugh. Mm. So then I'll just not. But then there's a lot of stuff that's cringy only because it's old or you're watching it and you know what's going to happen. And yeah, I can't. I can't think of any examples. So fuck it, in between us. Fair enough. <laughs> Just get that partner for us. Get that partner um, for us. Old fashioned words or phrases you'd like to reintroduce. Nincompoopery. Nink so not nincompoop. Nincompoopery is more fun. The kind of thing. It's more word. There is more word. The kind of things that a nincompoop would get up to. Yeah. What is this nincompoopery? More fun than madness. Um, indubitably is a good word that I use. and I'm very happy that it pops up on autocorrect. 
Nincompoopery is the distilled smell of an idiot. Nincompoopery. Oh, uh, I thought it would be where you would um, <coughs> display the poops of the nincom. <laughs> poops of the nincom. Yeah. This is my nincompoopery. Um, is that like in Australia, if, instead of saying fair enough, they say fair dinkum? I think dink- Do they say fair dinkum? If they say fair dinkum, dinkum I think is a unit of measurement. It's either fair dinkum or unfair dinkum. I want to find out what a dinkum is now. I don't know if it is anything. I wonder if it's like a like a barge or I a flotilla. You're saying all of this. I hang out with Australians. <laughs> I used to hang out with Australians. I'm I'm pretty sure you <laughs> watch Auntie Donna's. No, I used to, I used to work with an Australian um, or a British guy that had lived in Australia for ages. I know a couple of other people that have spent a long time there. <coughs> um, <laughs> that's fun. Uh huh. Uh, it originates in the British dialects of Derbyshire and Lincolnshire. No way. Where it meant work or a due share of work. Dinkum. So fair dinkum. Fair dinkum. Um, oh, neat. So we, if if we were doing a fair fair bit of dinkum, we would be doing our appropriate amount of work. Although nowadays it means true, honest, and genuine. Hmm. Neat. Um. I don't know if it's a real old-timey phrase or something that um, Grandpa in the Rugrats used to say. Go on. Consarn it. Consarn it. Instead of gosh darn it. I feel like that would have been a thing put in so they can say... So they can swear without swearing. I think that might have been like an old person-y thing anyway. But it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Like gosh darn it. Yeah, like gosh darn it. Instead of consarn it. (laughs) What is the appropriate amount of time to pass before a phrase becomes old-timey? So we could establish a phrase now, wait 40 years, and then bring it back. I mean, we'd have to make sure that our phrase went away. What if it was so good that it didn't leave? They would cash in on that. Now, I don't think that wicked is old-timey yet. No. But that was 30, 40 years ago, surely. At least 30. Yeah, I mean, I started using that's neat recently, which I feel is not quite old-timey, but it feels like it 90s. It feels kind mature. Of, yeah. What about bad? Bad as in... Bad as in good. What Michael Jackson did. Mm. The single that Michael Jackson did. Yeah, it's not the things that he did which were bad. Mm. I don't, yeah, that doesn't feel old-timey enough yet. I don't think, yeah, I don't think bad's going to make a resurgence because you could just say badass oh it's evolved and achieve what you mean because then it's just confusing to say bad when you know what about skullduggery skullduggery that's a good one what does it mean um nefarious doings anything like that's coded evil I suppose underhanded unscrupulous or dishonest behaviour or activities yeah Yes. Scottish. Oh. Skullduggery was originally an Americanism, a variant of Scottish skullduggery. Fornification, lewd content, and obscenity. Nice. So skullduggery is much better in the north of of the UK. Skullduggery in Scotland sounds a lot more fun. Yes. Um, So what words are we bringing back? Nincompoopery. Consarnet. Consarnet. (laughs) Fair enough. Skullduggery is a good one. But we could go proper old time and use the original meaning of skullduggery to mean erotic. You up for some skullduggery? Yes, we're gonna dig up a corpse. Skulls. 
Yeah, and Doug. Digging. Yeah, yep. Dig Dog. Yeah. Uri. That's where birds live. Oh. Uh, no, that's the sky. You're thinking of the sky. That's where they hang out. Wait, they that's where hang. they float. That's where they is. Nincompoopery, enough of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, come on. Oh, oh, ah, now, see, now, I was going to say, well, this is easy, but then, like, three different people came into my head. Best voice actor. Mm. I was immediately going to say Matt Mercer. He is very good. But, I mean, because Leon S. Kennedy, Captain Levi, he's done lots of things. He has done lots of things. But then we've also got Mark Hamill. Yep. As the Joker and other spooky things. And then you've got Mark Mir, Commander Shepard. Yep. Then you've got the man who just died. What was his name? Him. Lance Redrick. Hey, what did he do? Well, he died. Before that. Oh, he was um, Silence in Horizon, the game series. He was also in... Um, not Borderlands. He was in Rick and Morty. He's been possibly in Batman stuff as well. I can bring up his credits if you like. I would like very much. <laughs> you can do it. Thank you. He's in John Wick. Oh, he was in. He was in Legend oh, of Vox Machina. Of course, I know. I think I know him more from like his his face work than his voice work. Yes, perhaps. he was Albert Wesker in Resident Evil, yes. the TV series, which yes, unfortunately was, was cancelled. Mm. Uh, he was Thomas Wayne in Batman. He was. Uh, b- 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 voice work. He's, he's done stuff. Oh, he's in Castlevania. Mm. And he was in DuckTales. Mm. And he was Papa Legba in American Horror Story. Something that I only found out once the dude had died because the makeup and the acting is fucking phenomenal and he's my favourite mm. character in it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I... Oh. Adam Tudjik. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. Anything from a robot to a chicken. <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, Sean Bean, obviously. I like his voice work in uh, British advertising. You want a cup of tea? Not as much as Sean Bean wants to give you a cup of tea. I mean, that does technically count as that's voice work, but it does that make work. him a voice actor? It must do. <laughs> I think you're being very loose with your sure. terms. Fine. Um, I'm also struggling to think of. Do what I do. Look at the look at the wall of DVDs that I have. The wall of DVDs doesn't have many. Laura's really good at recognizing voices. Like we um, we were watching Bob's Burgers, and there was a character that that I didn't think sounded like anyone, but she realised it was um, Andy Samberg. Oh, because when he's because when you take his face out, it sort of is quite hard to. Because yes. I think I think he was affecting a voice that was other than the character of the kind of person Andy Sandberg plays. Because normally his stuff is quite over the top, and like if he yells or shouts, you can tell it's him. Mm-hmm. But he was just a very normal kind of plain speaking chap. Um, so I thought that was quite impressive that she got him. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's somewhere. Like, do you want to recognise the voice? I suppose it depends on what part they're playing. <clears throat> True. Because if you're a voice actor and you're playing two very different characters, you don't necessarily want them to sound the same. If you're playing a calm character in one thing and then a shouty, angry character in the other, you don't necessarily want to be recognised. Yes. Or at least not 
very easily. Obviously, if you're Christopher Lee, then you're going, or James L. Jones, you're going to have a very recognisable voice, regardless of the character that you're playing. I have thought of one. Ooh. And he's relevant. Is it Pingu? <laughs> Nick Offerman's voice work is great. Okay. He turns up a lot of places. There is Paul F. Tompkins is another great voice actor. You're going to have to give me some examples. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins. All right, let's have a look. Paul F. Tompkins. These are people that have all recently appeared in episodes of Bob's Burgers because I'm rewatching it because, of course, okay. I am. Paul F. Tompkins. You might know him as the jukebox in Auntie Donna. Okay. Gonna take my car, gonna drive my down, gonna drive yep. my car to the swimming pool, sure. etc. He was in uh, Centaur World. He's been in Simpsons. Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. Fantastic. Oh, he plays Gallagher in the um, the Weird Al movie. Interesting. Gallagher? Yeah. The guy that smashes uh, pumpkins, I assume. Pumpkins? No. Melons. I got confused between the band. Do you know not a Gallagher? He's an American comedian, and his one joke that he always does is that he smashes melons with a hammer. That's it. That's all Gallagher does. And I think he's a... And it's a com- he's a comedian. Yes, and I think he's a nutter now. But that was that was his entire thing. I'm going to throw out Ikue Otani. Okay. I apologise for not knowing how to pronounce that from having read it. Um, she is the lady who voices Pikachu. Oh, fun. In all things, as far as I'm aware. Oh, really? Yep. She's consistently Pikachu? Yep. That's Across all the, all the languages. Neat. I'm trying to find the name of the guy who plays the school librarian in Bob's Burgers. Bill Eichner. Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. That's what I said. Billy Eichner, who I'm going to look at on IMDb. Billy Eichner. Very characterful voice. And I'm hoping that when I show you a photo of Billy Eichner, you go... That My guy. gosh, that's Billy Eichner. Show me. He kind of looks like a like a campy Duncan Casey. My God, that's Billy Eichner. Is that John Hamm next to him? Yes, we're not worrying about John Hamm. We're worrying about Billy Eichner. Ah, cool. I don't recognise him. Do you not? No. No, I don't recognise that voice actor's face. <laughs> uh, what else has he done? He was in The Lion King. Which one? As Timon. 2019. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't need that one. That was not necessary. Is that not a good one? Well, it wasn't necessary. He plays lots of people called Billy. He plays a character called Billy and Family Guy. He plays a character called Billy in The Simpsons. He plays a character called Billy in Difficult People. He plays a character called Chef Pig in the Angry Birds movie. Oh, that's not Billy, though, is it? He plays a Barry in New Girl. Oh. Yeah. He plays himself in the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, he's in American Horror Story. Several roles. What what ones? I've seen those. Season seven as Harrison Wilton. I don't remember what one that was. It's the one that has nine eleven in it. That's what it says. Oh, it's the cult one. Yes. What where they're all in the bunker? No, that's Apocalypse. Cult. Cult one. Oh yes, I avoided that. I didn't bother rewatching that one. I watched it once, and maybe we should put that on the cringe thing, just because that was way too American Horror Story cult, where it was all the. Or is that the election one? That's the it's same. The same one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the election one was just way too real. It was far too believable. 
if that had come everything out, that happened, I was like, yeah, this is sure. If that had come out before the Trump presidency or after the Trump presidency, it would have been a lot easier to watch, I think. But it was based on the Trump. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I understand that. But I think the timing of it was bad uh, because it, it was the kind of thing that you, if you're like a sane person that's slightly on the left like us, you'd end up feeling angry because like yeah no this is what this is what's happening oh yeah I, it, or it, you wouldn't watch it like yeah it seemed to it wasn't cathartic at it wasn't least helpful. for me I think it seemed to sort of alienate both sides by saying look how stupid both of them are which is true but I feel like that would anger either side that the person was if they were that far or just be sad for everyone who wasn't quite that far yeah I don't know it's like oh good finally TV for centrists. No, nah, I don't like it. I have two titles. Oh. Nincompoopery. Mm-hmm. Or... It's the word that we should bring back. He died. No, before that. I don't even know where he died. No, before that came from. Let's go with that one. It's confusing. It is confusing. Um, Ben. Me. Online. Yes. Where? Yeah, that's such a grum. Or Instagram at Spike Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-M, I put pictures up and sometimes Liam's in them. <gasps> Often I am. Gasp. Sometimes it's food. Huh. Samesies. It's life. It's Ben's life. Ben's life pictures. At LT Guitarist for music and stuff. Uh, sometimes I have pictures with Ben. So there. Sometimes food. Yeah. Very rarely. Um, sometimes po- he's eating me. <laughs> Lucky me. I like a yogurt with his fingers. Just undo that button for us. Thank you. That's so many buttons. Oh, sorry. We've gone all the way back around and yeah, you've just got I, two. It's still only one button. You've got I two have. half t shirts now. Nothing. I don't have any, any. Just one button. Lucky button. It's not where you'd think it would be. The trousers. It is. <laughs> At Convo Hat Podcast. <laughs> if for some reason you're listening to this and going, man. If only the quality would improve, <laughs> if you can imagine such a world, you can send us money. The money goes back into the show. We don't pocket much of it at all, no. What do you uh, mean much? I don't get any. You haven't been pocketed, Ben. You idiot. Oh. Um, yeah, we don't pocket any of the money. It all goes back into the show in one way or another. So, yes, you can go to patreon.com forward slash conversation hat. You can sign up for a dollar you do a month. I think with tax and currency conversion, it comes out to about £1.20. You get a single question mini episode every month. You can pay more for more. You can. That's you can also how capitalism happens. You can also pay more for the same if you want to be super generous, like some of our people have chosen to be. Uh, we also give patrons like sneak peeks of stuff we get up to. So sneaky. So sneaky, snow peaky. Um, ben, what's the largest lighter you've ever owned? The largest lighter? Yeah. Um, that I've personally owned. Mm. I think I think it's going to be terribly boring. It's going to be one of those ones that you use to light l- candles that are in deep junk. Yes. Yeah, those ones. You know, they've um, got like the little gun trigger thing and then a stick and then the flame comes out that bit. I have had a lighter that's sort of like, I don't know, if I say twice the size of an iPhone. Interesting. That's great. Cool. The flame wasn't big though. It was just a small, regular-sized flame. Interesting. Which made it disappointing. I was in charge of an oven briefly, but I didn't technically own it. 
I don't know if an oven counts as a lighter. Well, it sets things on fire if you want it to. Oh, in which case, a blowtorch. There you go, blowtorch, done. Yeah. Alrighty. And bye then. Oh, see you later. Thanks for listening. As long as Liam doesn't cut me off, everything's gonna be fine. Hmm? Yeah, you were meant to press the button. I was meant to press the button. Yeah, that was the whole joke, that you were going to cut me off halfway through the sentence. But I'm in the middle of...